Have you ever met someone who felt like sunshine in human form? Who, the moment they entered the room, everything instantly felt a little bit brighter? You know the kind of people I'm talking about. They have this infectious spark about them that seems to radiate, and their positive energy is incredibly contagious. My next guest, who you'll meet momentarily, has this spark. Elena, founder of Pearl Beauty, is a force to be reckoned with. Honestly, you'll hear it for yourself in just a second. Her confidence is refreshing. Her drive is inspiring, and her dreams for the future are aspirational. Pearl Beauty may be young, but Elena's experience working in the beauty industry for over a decade allowed her to see firsthand how saturated the market had become. So she went on to create a fuss-free makeup line for the everyday woman. Minimal with impact is the best way to describe it. As a self-proclaimed pearl girl, I must say, these products are by far the easiest and most flattering products I've ever used. They're made with clean ingredients and are vegan and cruelty-free. Hand on heart, I've received more compliments on my glowy, dewy skin ever since I began using her full range of pearl products. Clearly guys, I am a fan. Sitting down with Alana felt like home. And perhaps that's because she too is Canadian and her familiar accent felt like the hug I needed. But truthfully, she's just a down-to-earth, small-town kind of gal with a heart of gold. I'm so glad you're here to listen to this conversation. We're talking about all things product development, what it takes to scale a business, mom guilt, and some really exciting new product launches that are coming your way very, very soon. So let's dive right in. Okay, Alana, you and I have a lot in common, both Canadian girls who traveled across the pond for love. 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. How long have you been here? I moved to Northern Ireland, uh, I'm going to say seven and a half years ago, September. And never look back. No, literally never looked back. Never. Married, two kids, and a business later. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Mm -hmm. When you moved here, what were you doing? I So that year prior, so I moved over in September and rewind to January of that year, mm -hmm. I started YouTube. That So that's just over eight years now. And I was a pro trainer and... Um, artist for Anastasia Beverly Hills okay. uh, makeup yes. in Sephora. So it's like you go to all the different Sephoras in the GTA and train the staff. So a lot of brands would have what I was for that brand. Um, so they're always educated on the newest launch, how the products work. So that's why like Sephora employees are always so educated. Uh. <laughs> and uh, I loved it. I did love it. And then I also was doing like hair and makeup for weddings and events. So a lot. Oh my different gosh. things all within the same field though yeah and you've mm -hmm. always that's always been your passion is to absolutely I was kind of a jack of all trades like I don't think I ever had like a career per right. se like okay. coming in I also was like 23 when I moved here um <laughs> 23 and brave I was yeah, the same I was yeah, like, yeah yeah so I don't know if like anyone has a career by 23 <laughs> maybe some people but definitely always in the beauty world yeah by some 
means. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And did you always think that, you know, being in the beauty world and working with makeup, that you would one day potentially start your own business? Yeah, I think so. Like in my adult life, for sure. Like I was always the girl in school that had my hair and makeup done. I was homeschooled till I was 13. So okay. when I went to high school, I was like, this is this is my time to shine. Like yes. I am so excited <laughs> to like show what I can do. So I think that naturally just gained trust with my peers. So it was like, oh, I like how you do your hair. Can you curl mine? So there was never formal training. I never went to school for anything. I just was so passionate about doing my friends, my cousins, myself, like just always practicing different, you know, styles and looks, lots of mishaps, but it just gained trust with my peers. And I think that's kind of followed me from a very young stage. Like it was never a random uh, place for me to be in, yeah. in beauty because everyone was like, oh, that just, that's Alana. Like she was always doing someone's makeup or hair. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've built such a loyal and, you know, engaged audience. Yeah. And that's it's- really important to me. Like I, I think going viral is like something some people put at the top of their priority list. And I think sustainability and loyalty was number one from the beginning for me. I do think timing does have a play with it being on YouTube eight years ago, I think that was a good time where it can be very saturated and it can be hard to gain that trust because everyone wants like that short form, quick content where long form maybe wasn't or isn't at the moment everyone's first choice. But yeah. eight years ago, it definitely wasn't. I was a consumer of YouTube, like obsessed with YouTube. Really? Obsessed, like Tanya Burke, Chloe Morello, like all those OGs. And I think that's something that carried me because no one was keeping me accountable with like making those YouTube videos. I wasn't getting paid for anything. Like I just loved it. Loved doing my hair and makeup for people to watch. And so I think that authentically comes through and people have just followed me since. And YouTube, I can say specifically is a very loyal long-term audience where other platforms could be newer. It grew different in different ways and it can, you can lose people and you can also gain people based off of like some piece of your content, maybe going a little bit more viral. You get attraction yeah. from different eyes where YouTube is, you have to commit to subscribe to someone, right? Like you're yeah. there because you want to be there. So um, coming around to your question of, did I know I was always going to be in this beauty world? I think because I had such a loyal audience, I was like, okay, how do I make longevity and sustainability out of my career with mm. this audience? Yeah. And did that, was the, was the audience telling you like, you should develop something or were you like, something in there is just... Yeah. I think I was playing around with ideas. I think beauty like products were just always, that was just the fit for me, mm. you know? And... I feel like it was the right next step. Um, I did know I had to build that UK audience because being Canadian and moving to the UK, even though it was within the first eight months I started my online career, I still got pinned into the North American audience, which I'm so glad for now being in business. Yes. But for online presence in a country where I'm not from that country – people didn't know I lived there for years. Like I wasn't like being like asked to go to events or being like collabing with like more present companies in the UK because they were like, Oh, aren't you Canadian? Like, don't you live in Canada? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause you're only hearing my voice specifically on YouTube. Like there's no geotag, no. right? You're just hearing me and I didn't really vlog as much. It was very tutorial based. Yeah. Right. So 
yeah, I had to work on that audience of where I lived before launching because I knew I needed that yeah. direct audience of Absolutely. where I was living. Oh gosh. I love that you launched it because <laughs> I've been yes. following you before you launched Pearl Beauty. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Uh, I'm just like fascinated by, I guess like the same thing. I never was on, I never followed on YouTube, but mm. it was more, you caught me on Instagram Yeah, and just the learning how to apply, mm. like the, it's a very simple thing. It's yes. probably to you, but to someone like me, it can be freaking overwhelming. Yes. And you've developed a, a whole range of products that are very easy to use mm-hmm. and very, um, it's not overwhelming. Like, you know, mm-hmm. at the, I would go to, I was the, the girl that would go to Sephora and be like, fill my bag, spend so much money, get home and go, okay. How do I use this? Now what? Yeah. <laughs> that you're my customer. Like my <laughs> slogan, which I actually came up with in the hairdresser, I was talking about the products to my hairdresser who I love. Shout out to Danielle. <laughs> I haven't touched my hair. Don't worry. Um, and I, I like, saw that you did cut your own I hair. Know. By the oh, way. Don't follow me. Don't follow me. Okay. Um, I was talking to her about the products and how they, how to use them. I'm like, they're just, they're minimal with impact. And she's like, that's your like tagline. That's your tagline right there. And I was like, Oh, do you think I'm like, I literally went out to the page and like wrote it right away. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. And it's kind of just carried through. It's so true. Even when I talk about everything, I'm like, it's just minimal with impact. Like it's just so true to the product. And what, why I wanted that was when I was in that career of doing makeup for brides or events, whenever I was finished, they're like, oh, I love it. But you did it. I would never be able to do that. Where I was yeah. like, oh, let's change that. Because let's be honest, like a makeup artist is always going to know how to do their makeup with whatever product they're working with. Whereas like the mass market, who is that everyday woman? Yes. They want to be involved too. They want to feel beautiful. They want to feel like they can do their makeup where they feel just as great as someone who's professionally trained. So I was like, I need fuss free, easy to use, like no problem in applying whether you have a tool or your hands. So they're just really multi purpose. They give you that glow. They have longevity, especially being an oily skinned girl. Mm. I found, okay, I know some people talk about it, but I feel like there was always like a push for glow, glow, glow for dry skin. Like how That's to get me. that glow. Yeah. I'm, I'm always looking for, for that. For the glow. <laughs> yes. Where I was like, okay, I've naturally got that glow. Yes. <laughs> like, I've got the oil glow. <laughs> so I was like, I want to have a glow where I don't feel oily, but I also have my makeup staying on all day, but also still works for dry skin, all skin types, right? Mm. So that's something that was really important to me creating our first product, which is the multi-purpose stick, which is definitely kind of what brings people into the brand. It's what we launched with and something that, you know, gains trust with our customers because it is minimal with impact. It's easy to use. It's a core color, hence the name, the Core 4 Collection. Yes, love it. It's going to land in your everyday makeup bag because I feel like there's just so much choice out there. I'm overwhelmed and this is my industry, right? Mm. So I was like, I'm going to cut the choice. I've already curated the colors that I know you're going to use because they're the colors we all hoard. We all buy the same color of lipstick from a different, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. we're all the same in that sense. If, yeah. For the everyday person, yeah. that's who I'm more talking about. That yeah. target audience is that everyday girl that just wants a little pick me up. Yes. They can be doing their own makeup without having to really think about it, watching a tutorial and they feel fabulous no matter how they apply it. Yeah. And how long did it take you to develop? I'm sure you've been working on this behind the scenes for gosh, Mm -hmm. years, but how long did it take you? Like, is there a lot of trial and error that goes into this? Yeah. I was actually talking to some about this the other day. Um, so we started the year coming into lockdown. So just before lockdown and yeah, it was just kind of a trial and error situation of, um, 
emailing manufacturers, getting some testers out, and I was just not loving what I was getting. And mm. then my husband, who now is full-time with Pearl Beauty. Amazing, um, by the he, way. I, know, I just have to say, that's amazing. amazing. He's incredible. He is an electrical engineer, but he's now in this and absolutely loves CEO. it. CEO. He's the CEO. Wow. He's the big, bad business boy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe cut that. <laughs> I'm just um, So he, he's very, like, perfectionist, analytical, loves a list where I'm like up in the clouds, yeah. see the vision, have the passion, Creative. know exactly what I want. So we work really well together, but found a manufacturer and an agent. So, um, someone that was really easy to communicate with and wow. had a lot of connections with amazing labs and manufacturers over in South Korea. And that's kind of what started. And normally with the beauty industry, you start out with a benchmark so that, um, we're both in the same, you know, stage of what we want. Cause if I'm like, I want a rosy pink, that could be a million different combinations yeah. of colors. Right. Um, normally for a product and beauty, you send out a benchmark for formula and a benchmark for color. They create something and then you revise from there. So sometimes you get it within two revisions, others like mascara or lipstick yeah. be coming into double digits, <laughs> but, um, that's just how it would work. For I'm her. hoping that you're making a mascara soon. I'm hoping too, yeah. <laughs> because I'll be honest, I always have that shadow around my eyes and I'm like, you know, I went I know. to somewhere and someone said, oh, it's cause you have hooded eyes. Excuse no, me. No, it's no, not. No. And I don't want waterproof. Like I just want to be able to wear a mascara. I wear waterproof and it still yeah, does it. The oils, the oils on your yeah. And if your lashes touch, it's, it's, uh, I know. So why does I'd be happy if I get eight out of 10 people <laughs> loving it? Cause I know everyone is so different in our like preference but yes we're working on one hopefully hopefully a 2023 launch um yeah but it has to be right it has to be right I think people do I'm very picky with my mascaras Good. and I've made a point of that on my personal page mm. with social media so I think people expect that so I'm like okay the standard is high and I can't just bring something out to bring something out which a lot of big brands do because it's once trending you launch, or yeah sales right. is all a good for cash flow right yeah. so um, I'm very intentional with the launches. There's no overproduction of anything. It's just very well thought through with the formula and the colors and the customer in mind. Well, what I love about your core four is that they work, and as you show on, you know, your creative days. Yes. You're in, what are they called? Content days. Content Pearl days. content days. Pearl content days. Is that you have every type of woman mm -hmm. that you are working with, you mm -hmm. know, someone like my mom yep. to like, just from all walks of life. Yes. And it's, and all of your colors, you can tell that you've really considered yes. how you've developed It's them. approachable for everyone. Like it's yes. a wide range where I think we kept the branding very minimal <laughs> with impact, but just not intimidating. It's not too trendy looking. It's not too luxe. It's just simple, easy, approachable. Yeah. You know? And even with the formulas, someone in their teens could wear it because you can start off really light and feel very fresh and glowy. And then you can build it up and get that like full face and makeup look if that's your vibe. So I love it really that. hits every kind of market. Yeah. For sure. And you know what? Another thing too is when I first, um, when you first launched, I remember I sent you, I slid into your DMs <laughs> yes. and I was like, I have no idea still, even though there's four, I don't know what ones that I actually want to, to put on my face. I don't know what my yeah. undertones are. You know, yeah. I don't know what I need. And I sent you a picture of myself cringe. And I was like, 
What do I need? Yes. And you were like, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. Ordered them all, wearing them today. Yeah, you and look amazing. No, they're ama- they are amazing. Oh, and it's just kind. been like the easiest thing to use. Oh, I'm so But what I love them. most about what you do is the educational piece, mm-hmm. right? So you, like every day I'm getting, I'm, you know, I'm targeted, <laughs> but I get new things of yes. how to use them, how to layer them, yes. how to build. Because yeah. I didn't know there was a such thing yeah. as buildable. Totally. Makeup, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, so that was like very, very. I think naturally I have that teacher instinct, even though I'm not a teacher. My mom is. Um, I think I just always took control in friend situations when it came to this field specifically. Like yeah. I was like, okay, guys. I, I was very confident in what I did, and I think that kind of led into social media. I was like, yeah, follow my tutorials, like. I love that and I love trying to educate people but not intimidate them because it's always like that everyday girl next door, hence one of the color names, yeah. <laughs> looks. They weren't crazy. Like I think my most negative comment or reoccurring comment is they're all the same looks. I'm like, but that is what I wear every day. Like yeah. That's who I am and that's the biggest response people want to see. Yeah. They want to see that everyday makeup. That's just kind of what it is. So yeah, even with our content days, the whole purpose of that is to get our customers involved and our audience and some UGC girls who create content for the brand to use and to show how they apply it because I didn't want it to be so controlled by me, the founder, applying it how I think it should be applied because everyone has a different version of that and what's easy. Like I could see my mother-in-law, bless her, apply where I'm like, oh, maybe I would have done that a little differently, but she loves it and feels fabulous. Yes. And that's how, all that like, matters. Who am I to like tell her how to do it? If she feels great doing it and she's like, oh, look at this, look at this glow. I'm like, yeah, great. And keeps her little pearl girl next door in her pocket, in her coat oh. pocket. That is her color. <laughs> she absolutely loves it. And yeah. she is amazing. But yeah, she was in our first ever photo shoot, like branding shoot. So that is so yeah. amazing. She's amazing. No, it is. And I just think like, you know, you're going to go from strength to strength clearly, but I just think the, the education piece is so important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really sets you apart from a lot of other brands that are, I'm sure doing some, not even in the beauty industry, but it's just teaching people yeah. how to use it. You'll right? notice now, like if anyone's listening, you'll notice when you go to a brand's page, it's very tutorial based where it's either someone's doing the makeup on the client or the customer or the model. And with Pearl, it's always, you know, very naturally done. It's either the person themselves doing it who is not trained in any way with makeup or myself, obviously. But yeah, we wanted someone to, you want to relate with what you're watching. So then you're like, oh, actually, I kind of look like her. I feel like I could do that. Or, oh, I apply it like that too. Like, you yeah. know, fuss free, easy to use. I love that. Fuss free. You've said mm-hmm. that a few times. And I'm like, yes. that's it. That's good. We love fuss free. Yeah. Well, it, it works. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I've seen on your social media, on your personal page mm-hmm. before that you've, you've shared kind of like some of your mood boardings mm. and the things that you, you know, you obviously, I'm a Pinterest girl, whether you Pinterest or whatever you're pinning. Yes. Obviously you, you, you must believe in some way of visualization, mm. manifestation, visualization, whatever it is. Do you believe in mm-hmm. that? Is that powerful for I you? I think, I think we all have a plan in our life. I am a Christian and I do believe there's like a plan for us, but I do believe in hard work. I think Sitting back just thinking and making vision boards is lovely, but you got to put in the work. Because if you think about the last 10 years, this is leading up to a year and a half in Pearl Beauty. 
Like, do you Gosh, know what I mean? Yeah. So the overnight success yeah, of 10 years, I created right? the account Pearl Beauty on Instagram when I was 19 years old. You're kidding. So that was what, 12 years ago. So if you think about that, like I technically put it into the world as like a little before and after of like my friends in college and then didn't touch it for 11 years. Really? And then I was like, oh, I still have that account and the login. So I was like, perfect. That's exactly what I wanted it. So that's why it's such a clean Instagram handle. Whoa. But I had it for 12 years. So I guess someone could say, oh, you manifested that. Didn't think of it at the time. It would be my own personal, like physical product makeup brand. Yeah. But yeah, it obviously was showing that at 19, this is something still at 31, I'm so passionate about doing with beauty, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I I believe in like manifestation and, but for me, it's like, if I have a goal, you work towards Mm -hmm. that goal. You Mm -hmm. see that light at the end of the tunnel and you have to hustle for it, right? You You have to sacrifice. And I'm sure there's been a lot of sacrifice Mm -hmm. with creating this brand. Oh yeah. Like we literally started right after I had my second child, Oscar, and that was just in lockdown. And I go into like really like laid back mode after having a kid. <laughs> and I remember Patty, it was like, oh, you have a Skype call with a manufacturer in South Korea. And I've been like conversing with them back and forth. So just read that really quickly. I'm like, what? Like you were talking, like, I don't even know anything. And I'm about to go in five minutes and they think they've been emailing me because he oh signs as my name. I was, and it was so, I was postpartum like two oh months and gosh. I was raging, but you know what? And then like, obviously some of her best products have come from that. So no, there's literally no right time. I'm a b- big believer in that because if yeah. you keep putting it aside, there's obviously a reason why you're keep putting it aside. Like, oh, I'm not ready or financially. or If you really, really, really want something, yes, yeah, sacrifice, but there's no reward without risk, right? You got to take a little bit of risk. Yeah. Um, my risk was probably lowered because I had an audience waiting and I knew I would get that purchase mm-hmm. based off of like the effort and the time and care I put into eight, well, at the time, I guess six and a half, no, seven years of social media. So I knew I had a customer waiting, right? Yes. So that takes away a little bit of risk for a a new business. Yeah. But the thing I wanted to work on was that repeat purchase. It wasn't just my support purchase. I wanted it to be like, oh, this is actually really good. Like, I'm going to tell my mom about it. I'll buy it for my sister. And that was one of our biggest things. Like, we have a really strong repeat customer still to this day. So I think that's something I'm really proud of. But yeah, there's no reward without risk at all. And there's no right time. Like, I still have two young kids and I still have guilt even being here for three days without them. But I know they won't remember. And I also do know it's a good example for them to see oh my God. me follow my dreams and also my husband's support is so incredible too. So you couldn't do it without the no. without the community. And even his family and my family, like truly there's a strong, tight inner circle yeah. around us, which I think does keep us from a lot of extra stress that could potentially happen with other small yeah. young business owners. Well, I think you just said it best. I mean, my mom and dad, um, they're musicians mm-hmm. and they were out when I was born, I was on tour with the beach boys mm-hmm. because mom is a rock star and yeah. she didn't have me till she was 33 and mm-hmm. my brother till she was 35. Mm-hmm. And it was like my mom, she yeah. was a leader yeah. at that time. At that time. Later. I know yes. like yeah. it's geriatric yeah. now. Yeah. I know. I know. It's crazy. But you know, they, even after they had us, they just pivoted the way that they worked. They obviously weren't going on, you know, a year tour. Yeah. 
they did it on a smaller scale. And mm. my mom said, I always wanted you to see me living out my dreams. Because it's one thing to say, follow your heart, follow your yes. dreams. My mom was actively showing me. Yeah. And I, was sitting I don't want to live stage. vicariously through my daughter. I will support her no matter what. But Absolutely. Even even the, the other day, I was uh, she asked to put on some lipstick, and it was Saturday. So I was like, yeah, you can put on your lipstick. <laughs> you go, girl. She's getting really good at it, actually. I'm sure she is. <laughs> so I was like, do you know, do you know what you would want to do when you're older? And she's like, mm. Um, I don't know. I'm like, would well, you want to do something in makeup maybe? Um, yeah, maybe, but it's okay if I don't, but if I do, I want to be the boss. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, she's coming for me. <laughs> she's coming she, for my job. She's coming for you. <laughs> but that's, that's exactly it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're teaching them as much as the mom guilt is real. Mm-hmm. You're teaching them. I know. There's without even knowing Mom it. guilt in all areas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be honest, whether you own a business or not. So yeah. I have to put that aside. No. And- well, it's inspiring. I know, I know that a lot of people, when I shared even today that we were sitting down on Instagram, so many of my friends in Canada were like, <gasps> oh, oh my God, I follow I her. just love my Canadians, yeah. honestly. So supportive. <laughs> and our second biggest audience and customer is the US, which is great. That's coming from an earlier comment in business. Amazing, especially when you're coming from a small country like Northern Ireland. Obviously, it's a yeah. selling point like, oh, it's an Irish brand. But obviously, having a market in the U.S. is for sustainable long-term success, Yes, hopefully, in a business. And Canada Canada has been amazing. And I know the shipping sucks, but there's pop-ups coming in the summer. Oh, that's exciting for the <laughs> But listeners. hopefully in the future, it will be a little bit cheaper. But yeah. we have made it as best as we can to bring the shipping down for them but they are so supportive like yeah. honestly that's something that's loyal really, again yeah, right really like loyal that I matters also, we'll say like oh my gosh they're only getting two products and we know like the shipping to get there and then the duties canada and the duties oh my t- i tell me about it oh my and i was saying to patty i'm like you're almost just so used to it it doesn't phase you anymore like you know you're getting a 1995 <laughs> Duties fee from it's DHL, be, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you yeah, just yeah. know you're getting. You know that. it's coming, <laughs> like, but it's worth it. Yeah, clearly, absolutely. you know. But that's so. Um, so. Where are you shipping currently? Globally. Wow. Globally. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that was like a big thing from the beginning. Because I'm not from the UK, yes, I had to have it open to my North American followers and audience. It had to be from the beginning. So, um, like obviously the margins are incrementally smaller going there because of the shipping costs. And we absorb 50% of the shipping costs just to bring it down for them. So Mm -hmm. it brings it even lower, but it was a non-negotiable for me right from the beginning because I knew like that was important. And obviously they've stayed loyal since and our return rate is so low because I would say in makeup, it is just a little bit lower anyways, because you normally are like, ah, I just won't use it if I don't like it. Or you give it to someone else, exactly color or whatever. But we're really, really, um, intentional about our customer service, AKA Patty and Bethany, who's our social media manager. So if you're emailing us, it is Patty. Make sure to say hi. And he's very specific with his responses and tries to make them as personal as he can. Aww. And he even drove four hours on Christmas Eve once just to personally deliver something that didn't come on time for someone. Come so on. We will go over the, obviously we're still small and able to do these things, yes. but we really hope that can be something that lasts. It will. Sure. And different, the, you know, even the, the bigger you get, you'll, mm. you'll have that same yeah. interaction. The fact that you just took the time to even message me and tell yeah. me what colors, yeah. that matters. Absolutely. I think it always, um, you know, you're going to get like 
customers that have no idea who I am that created this brand that they just found it on an ad or yeah. heard through someone else. So you know what? It's just buying something in that customer service. Um, you'll get someone who maybe has a frustration that they yes. need to air over a DM. And my response always is a personalized voice note of addressing by name, thanking them for even purchasing us from yeah. the beginning and automatically it changes the mood because you're like oh there is a there's a person behind this like you can sometimes forget that because it's such a I bought I want world so I'm yes. um, just and trying to keyboard, keep that person. keyboard warriors yeah, you know yeah so just trying to keep that personal touch of like yeah we're here we're here to help you like yeah that's our job so well it's how you make together. people feel at the end of the yeah. day and if you make people feel good like Absolutely. you know how they look as well, but also inside. Yes. Word of mouth is one of the most powerful things mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably mm-hmm. will ever have as well, you know? Absolutely. Well, that was kind of along the lines with the repeat customer is like, I want you to talk about it and like spread it like wildfire, like fire where you love it so much or what's that glow on your cheeks? It's, oh, it's actually this new brand. No, uh, seriously. Pearl. And then it kind of trickles yeah. a little bit. And that's something that I'm really proud of. Yesterday so. when I was getting my hair done and I was in my, you know, the sudsing section yes. of the, the best part, my uh, hairdresser goes, oh my gosh, what do you have on your cheeks? And I'm yes. like, darling, <laughs> have you not heard of Pearl Beauty? <laughs> so yeah, no, it, it's amazing. If I were to say to you 10 years ago, that you would be living abroad, you'd have two beautiful children, and you'd be married to an Irishman. Patty born in St. Patty's Day. Can't get more <laughs> Irish than him. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Patty born on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And his dad, too. <laughs> he's not Patty, he's Peter. But <laughs> Patty and Peter. Love it. <laughs> if I were to tell you that you'd be here and you'd be the founder of your own beauty brand and cosmetic brand, would you believe me? Oh, I feel like someone's going to hate me, but yeah. No, why would they hate you? That's amazing. I, 10 years ago, whenever I get asked the question of like, what would you tell your younger self? I'm like, I would tell my younger self to tell myself now, like, come on, Alana, like, where's that confidence gone sometimes? Like, I did not struggle with confidence or boldness. I probably needed to like find a little bit more humbleness and, you know, just quietness sometimes, but I was always so confident. And I think because... I wanted this so bad. I think I wanted to prove I could do it. Yeah. Um, because both my parents are professionals. They went to university, a teacher in pharmaceuticals. So, you know, high achieving jobs. And so for me to be the first one that kind of went more creative, I was like, I have to prove that I can do this. Like, yeah. you know, and to have their support from the get go was obviously great. But I think when it's just in you, like, it's not like I just decided like, oh yeah, I kind of like my hair and makeup at 16, which is fine too. Like, it was always like that yeah. like, from such a young age. So yeah, if you were to tell me at 20, 21, I'd be like, yeah, well, that's why I'm doing this right now. Like I'm hoping at 30, I have my own business. Absolutely. And where do you think, you just said you always had that like internal confidence. Where do you think that comes from? I'm the only girl between two boys. So I think I have a good level of like, I can, I don't take myself too seriously. I can be super sarcastic I can take a joke. I think that really has helped me a lot, especially in this world where, like, you can be easily offended, especially online. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm constantly am being told, like, Aww. what is, like, they, what you like on my face or not, but it doesn't phase me. I think it you're, you're like, almost like, oh, they didn't mean it, <laughs> you know? You're so unfazed <laughs> yeah. by it, um, which, weirdly, I, I really have not received a lot of hate if I'm being totally honest yeah. but I think I'm not a very contrary like I'm sharing my makeup and hair like if you don't like it don't follow it yeah like move on yeah but um no I yeah I just think 
I just always, I had a good balance of like playing with the boys, having good guy friends, but then also like I went into my imaginary land of like, I loved before and afters. I don't know. I always loved a good like Mm. makeover story. I was always like fascinated by like, you know, blossoming. And I really loved the interaction with like a client or a bride and like kind of bringing them outside of their shell and really making them feel beautiful. Like that whole interaction to me was really important. So I think that's infused into Pearl Beauty for sure about like making you feel your most beautiful and knowing like it's not the makeup really. Yeah, it's absolutely helping. But Mm. like you are beautiful. Like, come on girls. Like you know that. Like a little bit of glow helps. But I think just finding that confidence and bringing it into the Mm. makeup and that authority with being able to do it yourself automatically gives that customer the confidence, right? Yeah. I can just tell that you know who you are. Like, you know, you really are. You're really, and that's, that's a gift. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that's like, that's a blessing. Yes, I agree. And I, it can take, I can put people off a little bit Mm. because I've never struggled with what I wanted to do. I was the one person who was like, no, I know what I'm going to do. No, but I can relate to you on that because I feel the same way. And I feel that that came from my upbringing, Mm -hmm. my parents who instilled that within within me. But there is something that's, I think, just whether it's It's God given or something. Yeah. It's there. You can't teach passion. Like you can't. No. You, you either have it or you don't. I think you can be really talented in your world, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. if you're just passionate, you're hungry for it. Like yeah. you really want it and you'll you'll make it work. Yeah. You really will. Because I can't see myself doing anything else. So no. I, it has to work. Yeah. And you know, I find that I, I'm sure you'll agree, I am my work. Mm. You know? And I think when people are like, gosh, you're up late at night. I'm like, that doesn't feel like work to me. I am literally That's fueling. the danger zone. That's where I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> what is the boundary on that? Because even Patty now being technically self-employed going from like your nine to five job electrical engineer very prestigious work like he yeah you know now being in the situation he is now he's like I would never be able to go back to an office but then we go into the emails at 9 p.m and we have two kids and you're working like it is a seven days a week oh yeah like 24-hour job like it's never off because it's still a small team we're obviously wanting to scale and to grow but I'm, I also always said, I'm not a workaholic. Like I know what I love to do, but I also know my strengths and weaknesses. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, right from the beginning, I was not ever in charge of our social media with Pearl Beauty, even though that is my job. Never. I obviously had like access to it and like would help out. But a month before we launched, I hired someone for social media because I knew I was, I was the product for eight years. And this is an actual product where customers who don't have any affiliation with me are going to be involved. And that's just a different platform. And I was like, nope, needs to be a different person in charge of it. And also I still run all my platforms and I was like, that's overload. I'm still a mom and I still want like my life with friends and family balance. I'm not absolutely a, a crazy workaholic to that extent, but like, I guess it's all what is a workaholic to some people. So I'm sure some people look at me and they're like, oh, she's never stopping. It's always go, go, go. But then I could look at someone else where I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Right. Yes. So, oh, it's so situational. Yeah. It's so situational. And you have to just listen to what your gut, Absolutely. you know, your own gut. I know that there's a lot of probably, like, I know there's a lot of women that are listening right now and, you know, maybe they're on the fence about starting their own business mm. and they're, you know, they're hemming and hawing about, can they do it? Can they not? What advice would you give someone who's oh thinking, gosh. go for it, follow your dreams. Like, there's truly nothing to lose. I think this is probably an answer Patty could give. And 
Uh, he's more risk adverse and I think, you know, put some time, but plant your eggs. Like even, I guess an example with me going with social media, I had the two full-time jobs of hair and makeup for brides and being the pro trainer and artist for Anastasia Beverly Hills, which are paid. So I had the security. YouTube yeah. was pure passion, two times a week, filming and editing. So obviously planting the roots there so that I could slowly take away the security and put a little bit of risk, but obviously it turned into reward. So again, passion, there's no right time, go for it. But if you're wanting a little bit of a safety net, maybe some extra free time in your day, start planting your seeds. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. 10 years from now. Oh, goodness. What does Pearl Beauty 41? look like? How old? I'm lo- 14, 41. Young. <laughs> I'm loving my 30s. Um, I see it in some specific retailers. Yes. Um, I still would love to be incredibly involved in the creatives. It, that's just kind of like yeah. what keeps me going. Um, a bigger team. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Like still quite a invested team, some specific retailers and some other things that I want to say, but don't want to say. Okay. Yeah. Hold those close to your chest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get that. You You might see it on a vision board. Okay. There we go. There we go. We'll just hold on to that. No, I think it's just, I always love to see where people look, where they're, they're shooting for, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think it's so scale, scale with the brand really. Yeah. So that it's something where, yeah, I can maybe step back, but still have the, the creative outlook and control. Yeah. Any, um, Anything this year that we can keep our eyes out yes. for? Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for the next launch. I'm actually wearing it on my cheeks. Oh, uh, is so that? The Core 4 yes. multi-purpose sticks. We have the Core 4 bronzers. You have the Just 2 highlighters. The Core 4 multi-purpose sticks, which launched Pearl Beauty. Chip, cheek, chip, oh my goodness. <laughs> cheek, lip, eye. They're your core colors. They're not intimidating. You can keep them in your makeup bag. Everyday use. You don't think about those colors. I could do it with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. Now that we have that customer who is a repeat customer of that product specifically, they're ready for something more. I am, girl. <laughs> Enter the four more <laughs> multi-purpose sticks. Oh my so god! So we have the core four and the four more. So the four more will be the next launch. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, we'll have to so, keep our eyes out for that. They're bolder, they're juicier, but they're perfect to kind of blend now that there will be eight. You can mix and match. You can mix together. I always mix two. Like, I've always been a mixer of two. I'm not, like, just a one. Put together is your one and done, but I love just mixing shades. I'm always mixing, so... Mm-hmm. And can they all mix together? Like, can oh. you mix whatever ones? Oh, okay. There's no, there's no like combination no, that's key. No, uh, for spring though, easy going girl next door. Absolutely. That's literally what I'm wearing right yeah, now. Yeah, that is like your pop, but it will give you more of a pop the end of May, beginning of June. More of a pop. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's perfect in time yes. for a little bit of a tan, and I need that Absolutely. little extra color. Yes. And potentially something to hold it all in. So, yeah. That will be the next one. Well, lunch. this has been amazing, Alana. And thank I can't you. thank you enough for taking the time. I know you're on a very busy schedule. Oh, You've been. My pleasure. Yeah, it's been great. So thank you so much and um, can't wait for the next launch. Eh? (laughs) (laughs) Flourish with Trish is an original podcast hosted by me, Trish. It's produced by my father, Richard Johnson, in his home studio in Ontario, Canada. And the music was composed by my incredibly talented brother, Mike Johnson. This truly is a family affair.